Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels while staying connected and loving on each other. Are you ready for our first episode back as a dynamic duo? We recorded a couple of Patreon episodes before this, so the full excitement was captured there. But boy howdy, do we have an episode for you. Before we get to that, let's do a Patreon shout out. This goes out to Kathy A. Kathy, you are descended from the hippocampus, half horse, half sea creature, who was often depicted pulling Poseidon's chariot. Like the hippocampus, you're graceful and agile, if not always physically, definitely mentally. Your conversations flow due to your creativity, imagination, and easy empathy. Your pack animal ancestor of old was known to live deep in the ocean, away from the tumult of the surface. And likewise, you crave time in your refuge to recharge, soaking up the tranquility and loyalty of relationships in your inner circle. Sailors considered the hippocampus a good omen because they were a gentle, caretaking creature. Those qualities are reflected in your deep, soulful eyes, while the sparkle and fine laugh lines are a reflection of the joy you have in the choices you've made. And today we're doing our roundup of what we read during maternity leave. So here we go with a semi-rapid fire rundown. Let's do it. Hi, Erin. Hello, Melody. How the hell are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Back in action. We're back and better (laughs) than ever. Oh, my gosh. Are we better than ever? You know what? Who the fuck knows? I guess we're going to find out. Let's just resolve to be. You know what? Indeed. You know what? What's up? Now, 2019, post-maternity leave. Yeah. We're going to be professionals. Oh. And we're going to get... We're not... Listen, listener. We're going to stop making mistakes. Yeah. And (laughs) we're not going to talk over each other anymore. Uh, And we're going to remember the names of the characters and the titles. Nope. I don't. And the authors. Probably not. It's probably going to (laughs) fall apart just within this episode. But isn't it a nice thought? Yeah. Just like every resolution, we can say it out loud and then tell it to fuck off. (laughs) Isn't it a beautiful thought? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what? We are professionals. We're just yeah. our own beautiful brand of professionality. See, I like to think we are professionals just in different careers. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe, maybe. I am a professional, just not at this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So how the fuck was your maternity leave, Erin? How was my maternity yeah, leave? Yeah, how was it? Tell me everything. Um, It was okay. It was fine. I went to Hawaii, mm-hmm. as you know. Went I to know. Kauai, did paddle boards, did yeah. hikes, did did a luau. Went to a luau. Ooh. Saw the guy do the the fire. Did you eat that pig? Ate a pig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slightly better than the pig we made uh, last summer. Pig roast. Pig roast. Pig roast. <laughs> hey, wait. I have a question. Do you like poi? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's usually split on holidays, whether or not. We like I it. think it's split. 
based on if you're doing it right. That's what I think. I think people are just like shoving that in their mouth with a spoon. I think that's what's happening. And people are like, this isn't like grits. <laughs> um, so <laughs> how, it is a lot like grits. It's, what's it's your opinion like on- it makes the flavor of the thing that you're eating. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. You know? So what's your opinion on doing it right? How does one do it right? Well, just, I don't think you're supposed to eat it alone. You're supposed to eat it with other stuff, right? That's what they told us at oh, yeah, the place. It's, it's most certainly a side. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, in the same bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think people are trying to eat it like tapioca pudding, and they're mm. like, this isn't sweet. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's the problem. All right. So, listener... If you can hear a little bit of um, kvetching in the background, if you can hear a little bit of uh, uh, Winosaurus Rex in the background, that is the reason for my maternity leave. Um, Mm -hmm. We've got Valor in the studio with us today, and um, she is refusing to sleep, which Uh is very charming and not at all annoying. Um, Oh, wait. Are you being sarcastic? Well, you know, why don't we just leave it up to the listener to decide that, shall we? (laughs) All right. Yeah, she's really friggin' cute, though. I'll tell you that much. Is she? What you should do is you should take her out of her sleeper thing and hold her up to the camera so that I can see what she looks like. Is that a good idea right now or a bad idea? I don't want to do that because she needs to go to sleep. And so Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, instead, mm -hmm. I'll just take the camera to her. (gasps) Oh, oh, yeah, here's this here's is the, the first valor. time I'm seeing the rest of this room. <gasps> it's Look a valor. Oh my god. Her eyes are closed. Update, everybody. Her eyes are closed. Okay. Yeah, they're closing. They're closing. Excellent. They're Excellent. closing. See, I knew it was going to happen. It's just taking longer than I anticipated. Can okay. I just say, if you remember when we did the Patreon episode where you told me all the gory details of how a baby is made? Oh boy, do I? It's one of the highlights of my life. Do you remember when you said that she came out and then you held her and she smelled like your brand and I cringed for a good 10 solid minutes about Uh how your baby smelled like your vagina and that's what you liked about her? Yep, yep, yep. Now that's all I can think of (laughs) when I look at your baby. So that's good. She smells like my amniotic fluid? Yeah, like I'm going to meet her. She's going to be 10 years old and I'm going to be like, (laughs) I don't really want to touch you because... Because I know know what that came from. Yeah, now I I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) You know what? She looks cute. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, Yeah, she's um she's pretty great. I'm pretty enamored, and uh, I love that I spend a ton of my day actively trying to get her to fart, usually on me. Uh huh. And Uh I love it. Like it's it is surreal. It is simultaneously surreal and super satisfying. Is that not all babies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I was just, I didn't know if it was a new experience for you. No, 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 no. That's just a newborn thing because they don't know how to do anything. So. You're teaching her how to fart? I am. I am. That's I rub her so tummy sweet. and I bicycle her little legs. And oh my God. We, we really work through it together, she and I. We're a team. A team in all oh, things. Oh, that's nice. It's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, Erin, I have a question yeah. for you. Yes. And that is. What did you read when you didn't have a mandatory reading list? Or did not you read? A, not a ton. <laughs> yeah, good for you. <laughs> I didn't really do it right. Well, no. so, okay, so when did you have the baby? Like December something something? 29th? December 29th. Yes. Ah, it was the morning of December yeah. 29th. Uh-huh. It was, uh, she finally came out at 8.30 in the morning. Ah. Okay, so like right around the time you had that baby, yeah. I started reading 
a court of wars and the last one uh, a court of wings and ruin <laughs> no the last one is that the last one that's the yeah that's the last one okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so actually I read Aaron, that. wait you started what? it then yeah i was finishing it then yeah i know you were ahead of me which is crazy because you were behind me i was when you were having the baby so like you did some serious reading in that yeah like hospital yeah but anyway so i read that on the plane to and fro hawaii Ooh. and well it's just like 700 pages it's not like no it's it's a big sucked one up a lot of my maternity leave yeah then i read a 70 page novella and that is the end of my reading story for your Get maternity it? leave that's I'm really sorry exciting. i'm sorry no. I was just, you know, it was kind of nice to just relax. I feel like a lot of times with the books we read, I'm like rushing to get them done in a week, which I know I I just heard like 300 gasps at least from people yeah. who read a book a day that listen <laughs> to this because I know you're out there. But like, I, I don't know. I'm not like a one book a week reader. I'm like a one a month, two a month, maybe yeah, kind of reader. So a lot of times when I'm going to bed, I'm mm-hmm. like fucking tired and I just want to go to bed. Yeah, definitely. It's hard. And we really um we really bit off a lot when we decided to start the podcast and we were like, "Oh yeah, book a week, no probs." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um and sometimes it is no probs. Other times I'm frantically attempting to finish because, you know, life happens. Yeah. And frankly, Aaron, I really really support the fact that you took a little break. You deserved it. Took a little reading break. Yeah. Small one. Yeah. Because yeah. you read a lot for your actual job, too. Yeah, it's like, it was so just kind of nice not to have any assigned books. But then I read this novella. Well, I had to read the book um, that Liz and I did because we tagged another week onto the maternity leave. So I felt like I did read a fair amount, but it was just all books. It was Akawar and then all <laughs> the books we had to read, you know, coming up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, I can, I can thank um, Sarah J. Moss for well that's not true i put valor on the list of names uh-huh. really early on we had a long long list of names we always do and then much to the annoyance of everyone in our lives we generally spend time with the babies before we actually name them <laughs> so mm-hmm. everybody's always uh, asking like what's the name what's my, the like- name incredible anxiety i just don't understand i don't understand i don't get it well see and i don't i don't understand i i don't uh fault people for it or anything but i don't really understand naming a person before you've met them you know what i mean i i guess i kind of get it but like yeah like I, i met her in the womb you know but it's not the same as interacting with her and getting a feel for her vibe and her aura shut your mouth So in the first three days of her life, what did she do that was like seriously brave? Like, did you test out her sword skills or well, like no, any kind you know of what? Um, one of the things? Did you one put of the her things. through any trials? <laughs> yeah, she I'm sorry, she I'm went sorry. through I'm being a snarky bitch. No, you're not. Are you ready? She went through my vaginal canal in less than thirty minutes. I don't know what That's is braver true. than that. <laughs> <laughs> see i feel like it's more brave to like take longer in your vaginal canal no, that just means you're worse at it no i'm kidding <laughs> totally kidding i'm gonna tell ember you said that someday yeah, right. where he's oh, old God. enough to be real grossed out by that yeah he'll be like hey guess what your mom said he'd be like she pushed for 40 minutes with you <laughs> She only pushed. (laughs) And that's like, I didn't know I'm on the way lower end of the spectrum when it comes to first time babies. Mm -hmm. But anyway, 
So you never completed the thought. Why do you think that Sarah J. Moss has anything to do with this? Because I asked you on text if you were going to name the baby Feyre or because I didn't know what the sex was either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I had spent, I spent the days leading up to her birth. I spent the morning laboring in the tub, reading a court of Wings and Ruin, and that whole thing is just filled with people that are facing enormous obstacles and and braving them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then when when I met her, we had a few names on the top of the list. I the want to other... know these other names. Are you going to tell? Are you going to reveal sure. them to the world ever? Yeah. Michael really liked Paxson um, because apparently the root word is peace in Latin. And then I the second one for me was Haven. But I think mm. that's way more punk rock on a boy. So yeah. I didn't want that for a girl because I feel like everybody makes girls be the havens for everybody else's problems. So mm-hmm. I didn't like that for a girl. And then we went back and forth. And yeah, I just. Yeah, I think you picked the right one. Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. Like, she's she's awesome. And I don't know. I'm into it. So anyway, um, I was very much in the mindset of like badass women staring down the barrel of world destruction and like mm-hmm. making it work. And so yeah, and Nesta didn't make the list. No, that Nesta did not. No, this bitch is gonna chop wood when I ask her to. <laughs> That's what she's gonna do. <laughs> she is going to be a productive <laughs> member of this family. God damn it. Okay, Nesta we need to save this. We need to save list. this. We need to, we need to stamp <laughs> it down. Save sorry, it. sorry, sorry. Like we You're have right. been for three months now. I know it's Two so months, hard. Three months. I, I don't know. know. It's so hard. I know. Okay, so what, what did I read over maternity yeah. leave? I mm-hmm. read right before Christmas. I read um, Mary Inkmas, which is a novella by uh, Talia Hibbert. Just FYI, listener. Oh, wait, and okay. <laughs> What? I was going to interrupt you, and then you interrupted yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we are professionals, Aaron. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been going pretty good so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, what were you going to say? Go ahead. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I talked about reading oh, Mary No, Inkers. I just wanted to say, par- yeah. part of the reason, I, I also did read the, the books that you read with Tanya and Jenny, and that was during your maternity leave, because I didn't hear the oh. episodes until then. So I also read those. So I think I okay. had it pretty good. But then again, but the, these are not things I can talk about on the podcast. But it's so. also it's also very Aaron for me to be like, Aaron, the world is your oyster. Go and read all the things. And you being like, <laughs> I, I still have homework. a rubric. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. Anyway, all right. You said okay. FYI, something, something, something. Mm, now I forgot what I was Talia gonna... Hibbert, novella. Yeah. Inkmas. Mary. Ink mess. Oh, yeah. I went down a bit of a Talia Hibbert rabbit hole, and it was Good. one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, but yeah, so Mary Inkmas was one of them, and it's all about this, uh, this like barista, and there's a guy who comes in all the time, and he orders the. He always asks her to surprise him, and then um, she gets fired because she gives tea to a homeless man that she you know is like friends with mm-hmm. and the guy gives her a job and then we find out Wait, that the homeless man no 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 just gonna say mm-hmm. that guy should get a home he no. afford one <laughs> no <laughs> he should go get one the guy the the hero yeah. of the story gives her a oh, job hero. as a receptionist at his tattoo parlor but how and does then... she meet him how does she meet him though how does she meet the hero 
yeah, yeah. He yeah. sees her one day through the coffee shop window, is like, I like the look of all of that, and yeah. then proceeds to come in every day for like a month or more. Okay, 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 okay. So he just saw her in the coffee shop. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. and then it goes from there, and it is uh-huh. delicious. <laughs> so I read that, and then I read A Girl Like Her, which is another Talia Hibbert. It's the first in her Ravenswood series. Mm-hmm. It's like a small town romance, I think, is the... I have heard such mixed reviews on it, um, and I'm I don't so know. excited. Psh, I don't know what anybody what anybody could possibly say that is mixed that's about what this I was book. Th- that's what I was thinking. I was like, why? I know that I'm going to read... What, what was the other one we had mixed reviews? Oh, it was a princess in theory. And I was like, how could anyone not like this yeah. book? I knew Explain- it was going to be like that. Explain yourself, haters. <laughs> um, no, so this thing is wonderful. This is the one where he's like the nanny or something. Is that that one? Mm-mm. No, no, oh, sorry. That's, okay, sorry. so I know why people do. I also read the second one in the series, Untouchable, and that I can understand why people give mixed reviews on, and I think you would give mixed reviews on it as well. Oh, I think interesting. You, yeah, because so a girl like her is um, the guy's her neighbor, and he works for who we find out is her old flame, and she is neurodiverse. She's autistic, Ooh. and. He hates the way she eats. He sees her like get a cup of noodle or something one day. And so he's like, I'm going to make you food. And she won't accept that. And so he sets up this deal where he hates the way she eats junk food or he hates like watching her eat. No, no, he he doesn't like that. He thinks she's like not taking care of herself. Got it. And he's a he's a nurturer that P.S. You guys is an absolutely delicious Slytherin Hufflepuff romance mm, that she's a she's, she's the Slytherin yeah. yes oh yeah yes yeah one one could argue she's like a Slytherin with Ravenclaw rising but eh, mm-hmm. I really think she's a Slytherin anyway we all know that rising houses are just something you say to Tanya to be nice when she thinks that she's a Ravenclaw <laughs> no that's so. not true. <laughs> <laughs> i almost did a spit take when i heard that on you and tanya's podcast i was like this bitch is in such denial about her gryffindor art <laughs> she really is anyway, I was, okay wasn't so i wasn't i um diplomatic i was very diplomatic yeah. yes i think i did a good I job i lost my shit I'm like how could i not i'm like yelling at the podcast <laughs> alone in my bathroom it was I, now I you know like, what it you know, feels like peeing. to be a listener yeah it was very well Anyway, I'll let you finish your book, then we can talk about what it was oh, like yeah. to listen. Yeah, so that is amazing. The The emotional arc is so incredible, and it has so many layers, which involve her past. She's sort of a pariah in the town, and you don't know why. There's a, a wonderful reveal about why at the end, and like how that has impacted her greater family. There's not only like a love story with the hero, but there's also a love story with her sister. Her sister is the heroine of book two. Um, and it's just fabulous. So, yeah, it's wonderful. And then Untouchable, here's mm-hmm. why you would probably have a hard time. The hero ends up being the dude she's nannying for. Okay, that's the problem. I'm merging yeah. these two books yeah. together. In the first book, is that... Is that heroine like a curvy heroine? All of them are. Yeah. All of them. I yes. think I just thought these two books were the same book mm-hmm. because I was thinking there was a Talia Hibbert book out there about like a neurodivergent nanny or so, like there was yeah, some no. kind of like housework <laughs> component right. to it. So right. I just merged them two together in my head. Yeah. Then I don't know which one I heard mixed reviews about. Well, 
it's a boss and uh, an employee. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are like power dynamic. Oh, I don't I don't I know. didn't have a problem with it because they grapple so much with the power dynamic and both of them mm. are so aware of it and they do their best to um you know deal with that so i didn't have a problem with it because it didn't seem like there was a power dynamic simply because a they have a a sort of a small history they've known each other since Mm -hmm. since school Mm -hmm. and then b because he especially is so squeaked out over his attraction to her and he fights it so hard Mm. so I didn't have an issue with it, but I'm sure I, other that people sounds would. to me like I might not either. I only have a problem with workplace things when like they don't do their jobs. And it's like, sure. Yeah. You know, it's like Crimson Mountain where the children are just like stabbing themselves with butcher knives and like trying to cut carrots <laughs> and like spilling boiling water all over the floor. And they're like, we don't know what to do. We're so yeah. hungry. We haven't eaten in days. And it's like, ha ha ha, how endearing. <laughs> You guys, Christmas on Crimson Mountain is, I think, our least listened to episode. I know. And, and it we, is a fucking hidden gem. I is. love that episode. Like, we this is a shameless in. self-promotion, but you guys, <laughs> I love that episode. I hated that heroine and that hero. And man, it's not like a hate read. I just, uh, we had some good zingers in that one. We really did. Yeah. Anyway, we really yeah. did. Okay. So then... I decided I saw on Twitter, Talia Hibbert always gets me on Twitter <laughs> a lot. Like 20? <laughs> no. God damn it. Um, so, the, so then I read her Just For Him complete series. That's three novellas all packed into one. All of the people are, um, all of the heroes and heroines are people you've met before usually. And I was mm-hmm. going to recap the last one in that one, but then I decided that there's too many spoilers for the first novella. So I couldn't oh, yeah. do Guys, it. we're going to talk about a bunch of books and then we're going to do a deep dive into two of them. Yeah. Yeah. For me, the only one that I read that you guys didn't. <laughs> for <Mel laughs> she's going to pick one. Yeah. Okay. That is awesome. The first one is another workplace. He's a boss and he's an older gentleman. Not like old. Um, he's like 40, I think. And she's a new designer. Um, designer? She works at his company, but they don't work. Mm-hmm. She's not... Mm, He's not her boss. He's just like way, way up in the company. So anyway, that's delicious. And uh, that is sort of a suspense situation because she's essentially being stalked the whole time. And you don't know who it is. And like there's a whole like the climactic end is really, really crazy. Mm -hmm. It's a whole lot. So that is wonderful. Then the second one in that one. Is about an a retired ballerina. Really? We're not going to have any Talia Tally Hibbert books left to read on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have read them all, and then we're not going to be able to do anymore. This sucks. <laughs> no, that's not true. Anyway, I will sorry. read all of them again. I probably okay, will read okay. them all again. All right. Okay. 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 Good. Yeah. She's turned into an auto buy for me. Like, doesn't matter. I don't care what she's doing. I don't care what the premise is. If she no, reads I get it, you. I will read yep. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last one is the hero is this, is this, he's this Greek ex-footballer. He's like World Cup mm-hmm, status mm-hmm. footballer. And she's actually the best friend from the first book. So this is soccer. That's the one. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, a mm-hmm. uh, side note, the other day I asked Ember, I was like, do you want this pouch or this pouch? And he points to one of them and he goes, that's the one. So apparently, apparently, I say it a lot more than just on the podcast. <laughs> All right. 
Maybe okay. Ember is a listener. Oh, maybe he is. the fact that Ember may be our one listener? <gasps> what a sneaky little <laughs> devil. Sweet Lord, I hope not. That's going to be that's going to be a weird chat that we have later on in life. <laughs> I'm going to have to come out to him like romance novelists do. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Only you've used your real name. Only I've used my real name. Yep. Good job, Melody. Good luck, Ember. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah. So then the last one is sort of a he concocts this scheme of forced proximity because he wants to be near her always and he hires her as like a girlfriend beard because oh when he's bisexual it's so good so man just for him complete series i devoured it it was amazing and one of the things i love about talia herbert is that she puts the she puts content warnings at the beginning of each of her books Oh, that's nice. Yeah. If there is something that squeaks you out, you know, probably from the beginning, because she does really benign things too. Like, um, well, I can't think of a, a really benign thing at the moment. How about cupcake batter in bed? Would that be one? <laughs> no, I don't remember no, that. No, she wouldn't put that at the top. Yeah. yeah. See, that's like the only one I need. I need to know two things. <laughs> <laughs> Food in the sheets mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and yeah. masquerade masks. Right. I know. Yeah. 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 So you're fucked there. But. Um... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, one of them that I thought was really fairly benign was um, in the last one. There's a content warning for depictions of therapy, which to me, I don't. Oh. I'm sure there is a person that could be triggered by depictions of therapy, but I can't figure out how or why. You know what I mean? So it's cool like that, that she she's Mm -hmm. so conscientious about things like that. Anyway. Okay. So then, 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 Aaron, I read, (laughs) I read Dare to Love a Duke by Eva Lee. And oh my God, it is an England Times deliciousness that, huh? May I ask you why? Why did I this read isn't, it? Why did, well, I don't mean like, why'd you read that? Like, that's not what I'm trying no, to say. I'm just saying that's not an author that rings a bell or one that like I've noticed on our list or has been tweeted on You're it. Like, so where, right. did you, where did you find well, it? Well, I think I'm going to add it to the list because it is amazing and it Fine needs by more me. traction. <laughs> I was just wondering who recommended it or what. Oh, you know what, what it was? you came upon this okay. gem? So there was a bit of a kerfuffle uh, in Romance Landia Twitter. Because um, someone for Smart Bitches did a review. And oh, is this the sex worker one? Yeah, it's sex worker adjacent, but yes. Uh-huh. But this is the one that Jenny got into it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Jenny texted me, and then I was this also This is Jenny like, Norback of Wicked Wallflowers. Mm-hmm. And... So we were texting about it and then I was just going on Twitter and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to read this because what I found striking about the review is that I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but it was like the emotional arc makes a ton of sense. The hero and the heroine are wonderful for each other, but Mm -hmm. she's a sex worker. He's a Duke, period. Nope, period. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, if all of that makes sense then why nope like is it is Mm -hmm. it really just the fact that she is she's not like high born or whatever she's also a foreigner which we know where that's what dukes are looking for they're looking for like a low born like a destitute (laughs) like diamond in the rough right Um, especially if they're from another country with a slight accent clumsy yeah (laughs) 
Yes, yes. Dukes are, they're looking to save you, these mm-hmm. dukes. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I kind of understand where she was coming from. It was just, it was sort of clumsily written. Mm-hmm. But anyway... It made total yeah. sense to me. And then there were a bunch of clapbacks on Twitter that were like, here is a person who became a countess that was a yeah, seamstress yeah. I before. saw this whole here Twitter a- war. Yeah. Oof, guys, you don't, we don't want to get involved in these. These are so scary. Like, they give they me are. such anxiety when <laughs> Romance Landia is mad. I know, we <laughs> do. Guys, we do. cool. Just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we, we like all of do. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So anyway, that is amazing. Yeah, it's sex worker adjacent. He doesn't mind that she used to be a sex worker. She's not anymore. Right now, she's the manager of a pleasure club. So every oh, once in a while, she might bed like someone. The owner. Yeah. Well, yeah, she she runs it. Um, uh-huh. There is a twist about the owner, which is really delicious. But I kind of like it that she's like a madam. Oh, like, yeah. uh-huh. I like that. Yeah. It's good. Is this yeah. the one you're recapping? No. Oh my Don't God. worry. <laughs> You're such a that's a full tease. novella. That's a full. No- I mean, that's a full okay. novel. I'm not doing yeah. that. We don't have time for that. Okay. Oh, okay. Then I read. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. This is, here's <laughs> the other thing that happened. I was so toward the end of my pregnancy. I was reading. I'm I'm a pretty monogamous reader. Mm-hmm. I usually like to start and finish a book and then move on to the next one. I couldn't get the right. I couldn't feel the right tone leading up to my delivery because honestly nothing was making me happy i was so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. believe me i know yeah (laughs) that's actually when i started going down the talia hibbert rabbit hole because Uh turns out that works for me no matter i'm glad that talia could make you happy because i certainly couldn't (laughs) shut your mouth thanks talia for being a better friend of melanie than me i'm just kidding i'm just kidding I don't know why I said that. I don't even think I pissed you off. Like, I don't know no, why you I'm didn't. Not to mention no. that um, I think you randomly called me when I was in the middle of a meltdown and you totally talked me off um, off of my emotional ledge. It was great. Actually, I just needed to vent and I didn't know who to vent to. That was one of my favorite things that happened in our conversation. I was like, thank you so much, Erin. I just really needed an impartial person to talk to. And she mm-hmm. goes, I am not impartial. And I was like, no, you're right. I just needed a person who was firmly on my side to <laughs> talk like, to. I'm team Melody. Who do you think this is? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I sometimes do not take your side in th- when you're like, I just yeah. need to vent. And I'm like, no, Melody, you were super wrong. Like, <laughs> right? sometimes I do that. But I'm still team Melody. And I have done that to you. That's, yes, I mean, oh, yes. that's one of the reasons we work is that we're opposites but we're still very caring about it but what i love is like i called you because i called you for a reason like i needed to talk to you about something uh-huh. i don't remember what it was at this point but yeah. and you were like i'm so glad you called i needed to talk with you about this issue and then when you were done i was like okay but i called for i called for a reason um it was I called my lunch embrace. break and i have i think 30 seconds left um <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the reading embrace. Yeah, it was you Kenry's were. Start, and you were like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I was like, if you're heading it up, then cool. Bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Okay. Oh, so, man. um, all right. So then I read "Fair, Bright, and Terrible" by Elizabeth Kingston. It is a medieval times book. I actually did a post about it in the cult because so many people were asking us about the reading embrace. And being like, if this situation is happening, can we do this category? And we keep on being like, guys, 
Our answer is always going to be yes, even if it's medieval times and you ask about an alien romance. Like it's yeah. an embrace. Don't care. <laughs> we don't care. I, it occurs to me we have not talked at all about the HB Reading Embrace on oh. the podcast. So if there are people out there that do not have social media, they don't know anything about it. If you don't have social media, I don't know if you'd want to do it because it's kind of social media, like there's a component of it. But it's not. You can still just print out the thing and have it for your very own. So here's the thing, guys. Yeah. Do you mind if I interrupt you for this? No. All right. So the HB Reading Embrace. This is Erin's brainchild from start to finish. And she's amazing. So Erin, take it away. Well, so my first idea, so, you know, Christmas is happening and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, I was seeing all these reading challenges go up, like uh, Romanceopoly is one, uh, Smart Bitches has one, you know, there's probably uh, 50 romance reading challenges for like, how much books can you read in 2019 and track them and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, a lot of us are Ravenclaws, I feel like, in the romance mm-hmm. reading community and and thrive on the idea of I'm going to track my reading and I'm going to make goals and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But I think also it creates a lot of anxiety as well. This Hufflepuff can't handle it. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I think there are a lot of Hufflepuffs as well that's just <laughs> like, no, 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 no. And probably a lot of Slytherins like me that are like just cramming those ping pong balls into right. that jar and like they just can't. And mm-hmm. I don't, I've only met one other, two other romance reading Gryffindors. So I know you're out there, but I think you're a minority. Uh, one's in the cult and the other one's Tanya. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tanya's also in the cult. I know, but like those oh, are yeah, the two. Yeah. One, one is just a, a cult person that I know through the cult and then the other one's Tanya. And if you're out there, cult member, and you're like, is she talking about me? The answer is yes, because you're alone. <laughs> you're the only Gryffindor. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I was thinking like maybe we could try to do one of these reading challenges in our podcast and be like, we're doing Romanceopoly this year. So all of our books will work in this thing. So yes. I'm like, I've got the list up and I'm trying to highlight the ones that fit and I'm trying to change all the order around. And it became like an all afternoon project and I was like tying myself in knots and I was like, you know, and I was finding problems that I, I per- not problems with Romanceopoly, but that I personally had because I'm like, oh, there's not, there's too much historical and there's not enough sci-fi. And there right. are, actually, I think that one was very like fantasy YA based. And I was like, well, we have all these historicals we want to read. And I was like panicking. Yeah. So first I called you being like, do you want to do Romanceopoly? And you're like, whatever. i don't care. I'm so pregnant. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and then I was like, no, let's do our own. And I mentioned it to HB Karen, who I was uh, doing like messaging with. And she was like, ooh, yes, that that's what I want you to do. And I was like, okay. So I called you and you're like, sure. So this is the HB Reading Embrace, mm-hmm. in which we've taken, I think it's 14 or so. It's more than that. But it's Key, a, what, yeah. something like somewhere in there key phrases that we say often on the podcast are things like werves, um, things like keeping a badass, lady love, whatever. And mm-hmm. we've made a list of them. And as long as you tie something that you read this year, could it be a reread? Could be a new read? Doesn't uh-huh. fucking matter. To each one of those phrases and explain to us the cockamamie way that you've related it to yeah. the phrase. Um, you win. You're the winner. Right. And I, people keep like coming up on the cult and being like, what does this one mean? What podcast is it? I don't know if this one fits and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. If like, 
that's kind of yeah, the fun is we love it chatting in. with you about it however you're still treating it like a challenge yeah it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. honestly if you send us an email at the i think what we'll do is we'll have everybody email us in what they picked for each one and then we're gonna like announce everybody on the podcast that quote-unquote completed it yeah so say say you're like, I only read one book this year, and here's how it fits in with all of these <laughs> phrases, and it's fucking ridiculous, and it's like words, because probably this person had a wolf t-shirt on, yeah. I think, in my imagination when I was reading it. <laughs> Fine. Fine. If you've got an alien book that you want to jam into medieval times because you think it was the medieval times and that alien Of wolf, aliendom? Fine. We don't <laughs> care. We don't <laughs> care now if you're just asking like a lot of people are like where is like one of them is does he got reasons yeah and that's from when um i decided that like things like tax evasion i can't deal with right or like squatting on forest service land or um, untenable hacking into the nsa right if you're a murderer murderer, (laughs) do you got reasons i kind of like a murderer (laughs) as long as they've got reasons (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what that one is from but somebody yeah. on the cult explained today that they think that he or she got reasons means like do they have reasons to stop the relationship or like do bad stuff it works fine. for me yep mm-hmm. fine <laughs> that's doesn't good you guys it doesn't matter so um and that's we on that our website in the most supportive way yeah it's not that we don't care about the thing we love yeah. this thing but we want you to feel free to make it uh-huh. work for you yeah we just want to hang out and chat with you on the internet about what you're reading. And so yeah. far, that's been working. So yeah. that's all we want. Exactly. So if you want to do it, you go to our website, heatingbosoms.com. And if you click the drop down menu, 2019 HB Reading Embrace is one of the options. Mm-hmm. If you go there, it'll explain the embrace. And then there's a like a printable, like a Word document printable that you can print out that has all the categories and you can write them in. Mm-hmm. And if you take pictures or tweet or whatever and you tag it HB Reading Embrace, we're trying to like repost a lot of those so that yeah. everyone can see what everyone's doing. Yeah, and anyway. you can just search the hashtag because people are yeah. being really awesome about hashtagging. Yeah, HB Reading Embrace. So why don't I do a little why don't I do a little uh demo of how you can make the HB Reading Embrace work for you? Shall I? Yeah. All right, so I read Fair, Bright, and Terrible by Elizabeth Kingston. Is this your recap? It, it, no. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how many fucking books did you read? Well, there are one, two, three, four, five after this one. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then is one of those plus, your recap? No, the sixth one is <laughs> Melody, 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 Melody. <laughs> okay. Uh, but two of them I'm not talking about because two of them are A Court of Mist and Fury and A Court of Wings and Ruin. So uh-huh. A Court don't, of Mist and Fury. Don't brag at me. <laughs> don't listen. <laughs> I see you flexing up there. Not- <laughs> don't even. Okay. Elizabeth Kingdon's Fair, Bright, and Terrible. Uh, so it's super, super wonderful. I had to put it down and pick it up quite a few times because it is pretty angsty. And leading up to my uh, delivery, couldn't do it. But then afterwards, loved it. Loved it from start to finish. It's wonderful. It is set in the 1300s, right after Wales, the Welsh Rebellion is squashed. Dunzo. And so, of course, it fits into medieval times. Mm -hmm. Now, 
the heroine is this is apparently book two but i didn't notice that so you can read it as a standalone and i've heard the first one's really really good as well it's about her daughter Mm -hmm. and she's a welsh noblewoman who's like 40 ish and her husband who was a a norman noble dude uh, yeah he dies i say that like i have any clue i, know, I, I no think norman idea. is just english of medieval times mm-hmm. because they were all separate no, I, I don't fucking know we're, super, we're professionals now <laughs> we are professionals. And you definitely Shit. set us up to be wrong about that like 100 if you say it on the podcast you know you're gonna be wrong about it like why mm. did you try yeah you're right you're right, you're right you're right so um <laughs> it's wonderful because this is a second chance romance and she has the opportunity to marry the guy that she was like super in love with. It was also an affair. <gasps> she was married when they boned. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's also a Slytherin Hufflepuff romance Ooh. because he is the sweetest cinnamon bun of a Hufflepuff. <laughs> and she is such a scheming, conniving Slytherin. Ah, mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Not to mention that uh, she, they go to the english court for christmas time she suggests that they do that because she wants to murder a dude for yes. revenge does she yeah got reasons so, oh does she got reasons <laughs> yeah so, so there's also a kidnapping and she has to figure out the kidnapping like it is such a good book okay but i get ahead of myself oh no valor's waking up i'm just gonna grab her and hopefully okay. it'll be fine so here are the things i can make it fit into Medieval times, obviously. Slytherin Hufflepuff love, definitely. Does he, she got reasons? Because she has so many reasons, you guys. She is so angry. You can also <laughs> get it into keep being a badass because she is the baddest of asses. And uh, then my favorite one to fit it into. <laughs> Just hand her to me. <laughs> Just hand her to me. I'm holding Valor right now. And um, Aaron is just reaching for her phone, trying to grab her. It seems like it's hard for you to put her in the the thing that's. Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you, you guys, see my boob? Oh no! I, I saw put it, it away. I saw it in such clear high definition, oh, no. and oh my god, your nipple is huge! Yeah, I'm breastfeeding. Oh, my god, it's the size of the oh, inside of a baby. It's so long. I swear I thought I put it off screen. No, No, it was so on screen. I'm so sorry. It was like it zoomed. I don't. (laughs) Aaron, why are you looking at my boobs? You perv. I've seen them before. It's not. <laughs> well, they looked different then, didn't they? <laughs> they looked different. <laughs> yeah, that was pre-breastfeeding, bro. I'm sorry. You're a beautiful <sighs> unicorn. And Thank you. I should, I'm celebrating your like three inch long nipples. I <laughs> Stop just... it. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh my gosh. We are professionals and I was talking about the HB reading embrace. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We... <laughs> we tried to be professionals and then you took your boob out at work so i don't know (laughs) all right okay all right right. hb reading embrace right so my favorite one to try to fit it into is reindeer mafia because (gasps) Because she attempts an assassination an assassination during christmas 
oh yeah that works stop looking at my boob i and can't <laughs> not here's the thing is like <laughs> because it's i'm not looking at your boob i'm looking at valor who is having so much fun right now <laughs> she's she just like i know <laughs> i know the best <laughs> i know and she's looking up at me adoringly it's really i know sweet. yeah so i'm sorry i'm not staring at your boob i'm staring at your baby no that's fine Believe stare me, at my boob I have too it's no cool. interest in ever seeing that boob again <laughs> I love you and I celebrate you as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, get get back on point. Uh-huh. Reindeer, it's maybe the most Reindeer Mafia book because she's murdering a dude at the English court at Christmas time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's very Mafia, very Reindeer. It is. And then the one that is sort of my sort of my example of how to make it work for you. If you need a cousin stuff slot, Oh, they are at the English court, the olden times English court. There are mm-hmm. definitely married cousins. You don't see them on the page, but who the fuck cares? Cousins yeah. are doing it all over uh-huh. the place. <laughs> Put it well, in there. Also, uh, one of the one of the HBs on Instagram um, used the second or third book in the Brothers Sinister series by Courtney Milan. Sebastian's book is that the oh. atheist cousin? Do you know Wait. what what I mean? So we've got like the 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 Duke that's a virgin is the first yeah. one, and then then he has the I think second a, one is the second Oliver's. one is half brother. Yeah, Oliver. Yes. And then remember when she goes to the, the third one is Sebastian, right? Yeah, and she goes to the talk where he's talking about Darwin yeah. and being an yep. atheist and stuff. His book, he's mm-hmm. the first guy's cousin, I think. Right? Oh, I think or so. Maybe the girl is, or some. There's a cousin involved. There. She is her. His she cousin. is his cousin. Got yeah. it. Um, Violet. Violet? Yep, that works. Sorry. Cousin stuff. Jam um, it in. Yeah, so this girl was like cousin stuff because it's the cousin of the, the yep. hero in the first book. Boom. Done. Cousin stuff. There's a yep. cousin involved. Perfect. <laughs> works. Works yep. even if there isn't a cousin involved. That's true. <laughs> yep. That's true. All right. So that is that. That is mm-hmm. how you make the HB Reading Embrace work for you. Um, totally. Also, read Fair, Bright, and Terrible by Elizabeth Kingston. It is delightful. She does a really good job of doing the the medieval times phrasing without you wanting to hit anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a great title too. Oh yeah. yeah, and the the cover is beautiful. And I found that book because somebody asked for somebody was in the mood for a particularly stabby heroine, and <laughs> it was a wreck that came up in that thread. <laughs> And that's how I was feeling. I was just so stabby toward the end of my. That's how great romance Twitter is. is You just you just tweet out to all of them. Do you know the one with a heroine who's stabby, and then you get like thirty wrecks. Yep. Oh, it's amazing. And then okay, so during that time, I was rereading Jenny Nordback's *The Scarlet Letters*, her memoir Mm -hmm. about working in the dungeon. So so good. Still Mm -hmm. so good. Read it. Read it. Read it. It's wonderful. Read it. It does such a good job of of showing not only the antics that go on at the dungeon mm-hmm, while she works mm-hmm. there, but also weaving in her personal story and mm-hmm. the the lessons she learned and the the epiphanies she came to through mm-hmm. that journey. It's wonderful. And there's an H E A. Incredible. It's a beautiful book by a beautiful woman who has definitely one hundred percent never met Chris Pine. <laughs> 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 That's a Patreon callback. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory about a celebrity that she dominates, and uh, I think it might it's be Chris not Pine. fucking Chris Pine. I don't know. She's such an asshole. 
<laughs> okay. And then, oh, I read Alyssa Cole's <gasps> The <gasps> Once Ghosted, Twice Shy. Yeah, was it good? The novella. Yes, it was. It was good. And you get the whole story of what happened and why. With Lakotsi and... Um, yeah. Actually, we never even find out her name in the mm-hmm. other one. Yeah, you do find out this time. What is yeah. it? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm honest with you. You know I'm uh, bad with names. I have yeah. to write the names of the hero and heroine at the top of the page no, on my yeah, notes. Oh, yeah, me too. Yep. If I read it 100%. yesterday. Yeah. It's so dumb. Okay. And then finally, Aaron, actually not finally, but finally, I read, I read Heart and Hand by Rebel oh. Carter. Uh-huh. I'm reading that now. I just, yeah. I just Twittered her about it. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. And we should say, okay, listen. Listen. Look and listen. Uh-oh. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Listen. On the cult, we have many authors and many of them have said, hey, I have a book that I wrote and you guys should read it or other. You know what? People seem to have a problem being like, there's a book I wrote and you guys should read it. They want to ask permission. They want to blah, blah, blah. If you wrote a book, put it on the cult and make people read it. I don't understand why you're shy. Don't be shy. Right. But I've read... I think most of the ones that at least I've seen. Uh-huh. So I don't want to say, oh, we read Rebel Carter's book and no one else's. I've also read all of Mia McAndrews's books, mm-hmm. which have been fantastic little holiday novellas. Yep. And I can't think right now, but well, I will try to plug them in later episodes. But I like know, I've, I know. Re- I've tried to read them all that are at least like Kindle available. And over the Christmas season, I forgot one. I also read A Kiss for Solstice, which is by another HB, Elizabeth Allen Dean, which was also delicious. It's like MMA fighters, werves. He's a werve. She's a witch. So that's two right there if you're doing the embrace. And uh, fucking crime and Christmas. Well, not Christmas, but Solstice. So that's a reindeer mafia for sure. It's great. It's like a a witch who's a necromancer and she brings him back to life on the Solstice. And he's a werve now. And it's, it's great. Outstanding. That sounds awesome. So that's another. So we don't. I don't want to sound like we're like Rebel Carter. That's the one we're read. No, we've read. We've tried to read them all. Yeah, and most of the time we just have a dedicated reading list and a schedule already. This just mm-hmm. happens to be a roundup of what I read and yeah, one of the things. That's one of the things we read. Yeah, hand and heart, um, or heart and hand, heart and hand. And um, this is uh, it's really fun because it's a uh, it's a male male female menage, mm-hmm. and it's also a mail order bride situation mm-hmm. and uh, it's wonderful it's in america times it is in america it's in the times. old west yeah i would also say it's in western times is that a is that yeah it's both it is both things i think <laughs> <laughs> totally and did you say it was a menage yeah 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 it's a it's a dude dude lady menage menage and normally I don't like it when it's a menage and the dudes don't bone. Mm-hmm. But this time I really like it because you can see like more of the homosocial romance mm-hmm. between the two dudes on the page. And that is really, really lovely. So mm. do you just switch boobs? Yeah. Does one like run out? What? Does one like run out? Is one of your boobs <laughs> empty now? Well, kind of. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and, so, and the other one's still full up and just switch it well she hasn't eaten off of it yet so it's fuller than the more empty one yeah i guess i just didn't think of them filling up and being like a (laughs) like a container i just thought like it came from you know a central location well it it, (laughs) 
it sort of does come I from a central know location. I don't the answers. I don't know why I keep asking the questions. I don't either, honestly. Oh, God. I don't know either. Yeah. So that is what I read. And then what I'm going to actually recap on the next episode is The Seduction of Viscount Vice. Ooh. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a historical with, um, it's a Regency Times. It's an England Times. Uh-huh. And it also involves a pleasure club. And a hero who's into exhibitionism. Ooh, oh, that's oh. nice. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. So yeah, I'm really excited to be back and like doing this thing again. Me too. I'm a little worried about how we're gonna do it with Valor eating all the time. Uh huh. But she'll we're be fine work through it. Yeah, she'll stop we'll eating after it. a while, right? Yeah, yeah. She'll be self-sustaining soon. <laughs> in um, in about eight. 18 years. Yeah. No, in like 12 years. 12 years, she'll be able to pop in an easy Mac and make it make right. it work. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Aaron. Oh, wait. They can find us on places. Yes. Yes. We have not hey. been plugging social media No, we haven't been doing all. anything. Okay, guys. You can find us. We have a website. HeatingBosoms.com. It's behind. It's my fault. Whatever. But you can find the Reading Embrace. You can find our Patreon on there if you want to get bonus content, if you want to hear Melody really gross me out about her birth. And um, yeah. this week we're talking about Chris Pine's penis and some other things. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, you can get it through the website. Shut up. <laughs> you can get it through the website. <laughs> also, we're at Heating Bosoms on Instagram, at Heating underscore Bosoms on Twitter, Heaving Bosoms Podcast on Facebook. Our Facebook group is the Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult. And you can email us at heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. And we might not respond, but we will read it. Yeah. We're kind of the worst lately, but we will read it and we will smile and we'll be happy that you Mm -hmm. emailed us. So, all right. Yeah. So I do. I have several. One of them is actually, I have, here it is. Oh boy. Here it is. My lady love is review books, especially yeah. if you're a Kindle reader. Just just flip to the last page. It'll give you an option to review it right through your Kindle or right through the Kindle app. So it goes to Amazon. Tell people what you think about every single book you read, even if it's three sentences, even if you say, love it, can't wait to read the next one from this author or whatever. Mm-hmm. Review them because I didn't realize... It's so dumb of me, but I didn't realize how much that impacts like Amazon ratings and all that kind of thing. So show the ladies that are putting their hearts and soul on the page what awesome people they are. And boys. Sometimes boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes boys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, that's totally right. And sometimes days. It doesn't matter. Gender right. does not matter. Put that's the right. Thing on the thing. The people put who the are stars. putting their hearts and souls on the page, star <laughs> yeah. them up. Yep. Get those reviews out there and um, put the yeah. thing on the thing and do it. Yeah, do it because it really helps. And the authors read them. So especially if you have something good to say about the book, it'll it'll really brighten someone's day. Mm-hmm. Support artists. Yeah. Mine's mine's dark. Is that OK? Yep. OK. So Melody and I both had um, eventful maternity leaves for yes. another reason. So I went to Hawaii. I came back. We got in at like 2 a.m. And my parents were supposed to leave the next day. Mm. And I got a call the next morning from my mom that my dad had a heart attack. And I had to get on a plane and go back to Maui the next day. And then I ended up being there another five days or so. But guys, my dad went into cardiac arrest in his hotel room. My mother, who took a CPR class maybe 
30 years ago, <laughs> did CPR on my dad for 10 solid minutes. Oh it, it was timed. And kept him alive for 10 minutes just with CPR. So if you are a person in the world who exists in the world, go around look, other like, people. Just, just Google it. Like it's not, you know, we, I heard an NPR story not, not long ago about somebody who had never had a CPR class who just like knew it was to the tune of staying alive and knew you had to keep yeah. pushing on somebody's chest. And they kept somebody alive for a long time too. It's like, I don't want to say it's not hard because it is hard, but it's not hard to figure out. Like just right. Google it, look at where you're supposed to put your hands and what you're supposed to do. And lately they've been teaching not to do the, the mouth breathing portion of CPR. But the reason that they're teaching that is they're worried that strangers won't perform it on other strangers if they think they have to do that. So that's part of it too. Just like learn CPR, even like a, a surface level way do it because they can really um impact the world yeah mm -hmm. your mom is the baddest of asses <laughs> all these people in the hospital kept coming in and being like we heard about you <laughs> like Aww. my husband told this nurse who told this doctor like we want to shake your hand it, it was incredible yeah that's amazing mm -hmm. that is absolutely amazing and i'm so glad your dad's doing better mm -hmm. yours too yeah yeah goodbye <laughs> My stepdad also had a crazy health scare. He had brain surgery over my maternity leave. So that fun. was super fun. <laughs> I did not go back because I was 87 years pregnant. <laughs> but don't do CPR on a brain. Um, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But my mom, my mom heard him slurring his words mm -hmm. and was immediately like, I'm driving home to come get you. We're taking you to the hospital right now. And they think moms. that he was moms, man moms moms so get great. after it moms i know i know all right so keeping a badass <sighs> love yourself as much as you love your three inch long nipples <laughs> <laughs> and love yourself as much as valor loves my three inch long fair nipples. fair and she <laughs> clearly does she's like <laughs> <laughs> so true all right i love you tons i'm glad all we're right. back love you bye bye Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs>